Welcome to Muscle Talk, where you'll get world champion advice about nutrition and stacking on muscle. Our host, Christine Enville, she's a three-time world champion bodybuilder, an IFBB professional, a food scientist, and a founding co-owner of our podcast sponsor, International Protein. In this episode, we discuss the best ways to measure how you're advancing in bodybuilding. Let's face it, your brain's going to play tricks on you, it's a journey, and your prep, it's going to play an essential role. Okay, Christine, so how do you measure success and advancements in bodybuilding? Like, is it is it a measurement thing? Is it, your brain plays tricks on you, right? Yeah. So. I, I love this question, Ash, because I'm, remember I'm pre- internet i'm pre iphone you know i was competing back in the you know the early 90s and to me the measurement of success was your contest photographs right okay getting up on stage you know obviously the photographs or video captured that was the end result there was no trick lighting there was no angling there was no taking the photograph in the mirror putting a filter on there was none of that it literally that was the benchmark and you could put up your photos from your last comp put up your photos from this comp and go, I can see that I've grown or your trusted advisor because. But what about along the journey? Along the journey, that is because it's an aesthetic sport, it has to be aesthetics. Mm. Like you can't, like you can, I mean. But one, I day, one day in particular you're, you're just going to feel that you're not advancing as much as another day and that's your own brain messing with you, right? Um, no, I think that's your approaching your prep the wrong way. Okay. Okay. So looking at it like this, so one, you have to trust, if you, if you have a coach, you have to trust your coach because they're your eyes and your brain will try to play tricks on you. And one, one thing someone said to me once very early on in my career, they were like talking about coaching and they were a coach of quite a few people. And they said, basically most of the questions of my clients can be answered by the word no. Right. So, and I th- and I thought about that, and obviously they went on to explain that you know normally it's oh can I change this? Can I no no no? Do I need to? no no? I've given you a plan. I'm I'm looking at your body. I'm in like let me be in control of your training. Let me be in control of your diet because I'm looking at you objectively. You're looking at yourself subjectively when you're getting to that particular state. So you need to basically put your headphones on, put your blinkers on you know, get in and just do the work. Don't mm-hmm. don't be stressing on changes throughout the day, all these other things. Just focus on doing the work. In fact, that's why I loved working when I was prepping because I had so many other things to think about. You know, pretty much do my cardio, have my food prepped. I knew what I needed to eat. I knew what I had to train. I didn't have to think about it. I didn't want to get consumed by it. And, and that's where the tricks come in because if you're ducking off to check yourself out in the mirror and you've changed because you change on an hourly basis throughout the day so you can't be using that as a judge like once a day what is that hydration levels and things like that hydration yeah. levels mineral levels like if you're you know anytime you eat something it impacts you know your sodium level impacts how your skin looks tight or doesn't look tight the lighting impacts it changes throughout the day you know what whether you've just worked out and you're pumped and your veins are out and then the next morning you're flat because you didn't have enough carbs because you can't afford those in your calorie count all of those things will come into it and they're all irrelevant because if you're focused on bodybuilding, it's about how you look on the day. 
It's about looking the absolute best that you can on the day. And, and I'm kind of skipping ahead here because something just popped into my head about weigh-ins. And one thing that I used to always notice with people was they peaked for the weigh-in because the weigh-in, okay, you had to get up, strip off, show, you know, get on the scales in your, in your costume. And a lot of people thought that they could win it from impressing people at that point there. And then if you're peaking for that and you're not peaking for stage, you normally come up looking not so good the next day. You've either peaked too early, overdone it, blown out, spilled, whatever, um, or come in too flat or too dry because, you've again, you've overdone it. So my philosophy always was I really, okay, you know, I had some um, some wanes where a lot of talk went around like, oh, my God, what's she looking like? Shoot, shoot. Because my particular process meant that I didn't look my best on the weighing day. I looked my best on comp day and that's how I won. So you got to keep that focus from start of the prep to the finish of the prep that, it's about how you look on stage. Now I'm talking specifically about bodybuilding because when it's just day-to-day life and all that kind of stuff is different, but specifically for bodybuilding, you go through different phases and your body will look certain ways. So you have to keep your mind on that end goal that it's about looking the absolute best that you can on contest day and whatever that means to you, because for some people they way, way, way over diet because they're focused on coming in the most shredder that they possibly can when obviously the goal is to still maintain as much muscle and as much fullness and as much shape for being as shredded as what you possibly can. So that's, again, where your coach come in and you need to trust, you know, that they have that same vision that you have, that you're, you know, you're on the same page, so to speak, so that you're not having one expectation and they're having another expectation as to how you're going to look. So that thing along the way, like, yes, you're going to be looking at yourself. And one of my other, like my favorite ways for checking my progress was basically my, what I call my finger pinch test, because I would know from, you know, pinching the skin on my belly or or whichever particular body part, you know, whether it's kind of fat still in there or whether it's basically just skin that you're, you're pulling. And that's better than any caliper test that you can do. And you know, now in this era of um, DEXA scans and things, Flint, I think. I'm just sitting in there and there's <laughs> plenty of fat. It's, <laughs> there's like you, you get to know a feel and that's where, and again, in your conversations I've had with other pro bodybuilders, you know, when, you know, they go through those moments of self-doubts because a lot of them aren't, well, back in that day, a lot of them weren't necessarily coached. They were self-coached and that's always a lot harder, you know, because they would coach other people like, oh, I don't need a coach. But, you know, having that discussion with, yeah, I'm doing a pinch and I'm pretty certain I'm only feeling skin, I'm not feeling fat. And, and you know, or you or you know when it's water versus not water and, and it's, and obviously that's experience. But when you're not experienced and you, you can't tell the difference, then you really do need to have someone who can be realistic and look at you and that's where you know your um, progress pictures are really really important but again that can be that's something where with so much online coaching and stuff now you have to really be cautious that you're taking those photographs in the same lighting at the same time of day pretty much in the same kind of costume because again you'll remember a person's looking at your photographs and they're making decisions based on these things and if you're tweaking the lighting or doing something or and you're not showing how it really is then it makes it a lot harder for your coach to really determine what it is that they need to do you know whether they need to change an exercise or they need to change your diet but one of the other tools I always used was the scales you know because people say oh but you don't always have to be losing weight because you might be gaining muscle and and you know it's, it's all balancing out it's like in my experience in contest prep that's very rare that that is an equal balance you do the scales do need to be shifting down somewhat if they're not shifting down 
if you can clearly, clearly see that there's cuts coming in and that changes are happening, that's great. But as I said, that's very, very rare. You do need to have that, the scales kind of moving. So if they're not moving in that downwards direction, then you generally are, that's when you are, do start to fool yourself because you think, oh, no, I'm, I'm getting leaner. I'm just like holding weight. No, it, it has to kind of come down. But you also now, like with all of these DEXA scans and things, you should have a pretty good idea as to how much fat mass you do have to lose. So, again, back in our day, you know, we had to kind of go from previous contest weight we knew what our lean body weight was because we'd pretty much been there. So, you know, okay, you go into an off season, you know, how much do I think I've gained? Do I think I'm going to be a kilo heavier, two kilos heavier? So you would know like roughly where you would need to be. Like if you were 10 kilos over your contest weight, you kind of knew you hadn't gained 10 kilos that year. So there was still a little bit of work to, to do, even if you thought, oh yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking okay. So that those kind of benchmarks and competing frequently made it a lot easier because you had something to kind of go back to. But if you're getting right into it for the first time, then having that DEXA scan and saying, okay, I know that I have this many kilos of body fat. I'm not going to be looking good until I have at least about this percentage. So until you like you, you're not going to put on, you know, 10 kilos of muscle to balance that out. The scales are going to have to come down at some point. So keeping them moving and not letting them stagnate for too much was always a way that I kept that progress going because, you know, you wouldn't sit on the same weight for a month. If you did, you pretty much knew you just lost a month of, um, of comp prep there. So that is, um, you know, that, that would be part of the measurement, but you, you know, your, your progress photos for you, for your coach, um, if you are doing it yourself, it is a lot tougher. You do need to have a significant other or a person that you trust who can, I guess, confirm what it is that you're seeing because your mind will tell you, like particularly you'll focus in either maybe on your best body part and, oh, yeah, my abs are in, great, fantastic, and then forget that your back's still really loose or that. And not that you can necessarily control that, but as part of prepping, things happen at different times. So everyone who competes kind of knows that, oh, this comes in first for me. That's always what comes in last. So until the last part is in, you have to keep going or you make the decision that I'm going to get on stage with this part not really, really cut, which penalises you because you're supposed to be even um, definition all over your body. So that is um, the thing when you're competing. You have that end goal, you have that vision that you're working towards. So it actually, to me, makes it quite easy and you should act. And, you know, one my one piece of advice would be to just drop all of the thoughts, don't overthink it and just do that work. Just do it. If you feel like something's falling behind and your coach isn't on it as much as you are, again, have that discussion because maybe they're in part of their plan, they do it at a certain speed or, um or maybe your body's just behaving differently this time. So, you you know, those are the, those are the watch out things where if something feels like it's not moving, um, you feel like you're not changing and because you, you should be changing and at the six-week mark the changes almost seem to accelerate. Coming into competition from that point it almost seems like on a, you know, very much on a weekly, almost daily basis you're seeing something else change, like something else pop up. But, again, that's because you're looking at yourself one time a day at the same time, you know, preferably wake up, strip off, do it, like look and, and don't look again just, just at that point in time because that is when you're driest because obviously overnight your body is flushed water and that's the closest to what you'll look to stage ready without going through that particular process of, you know, peaking for competition. So that's the best indication as to whether there's still body fat on there or whether, or, you know, whether you are actually getting in condition because the water is, you know, at its lowest for that point. So that's how, um, that's how I would measure success going along for competition. It is, you know, obviously in your off season, it's a little bit easier to measure your success because your weights might be going up. 
your, um, you know, obviously your size, your measurements, um, which means that you're tracking in the right direction for putting on more size for your next competition. You know, the, the weight thing isn't always a good gauge because I hit a certain point where I think, you know, my, my strength maxed out and I knew I wasn't going to go any heavier than that without, you know, probably you know, damaging something or severely injuring something, but I still continued to grow over, um, you know, another period of a few years, even though my weights weren't really necessarily going up. So strength isn't always a good judge of whether, you, you know, you're growing muscle or not. And again, in this day and age of the DEXA scan, goodness me, yeah, you've got the luxury of magically looking into your body and, and seeing if you are actually making muscle gains. So it'd be a good idea to probably get one you know, start of your off season, end of your off season and see what you've actually changed. And then, you know, going into comp, you know, kind of roughly where you're heading. I've been, you know, I've been using those and I find them relatively accurate um, for telling you, you know, what your changes are and including, you know, how much water you're holding and, and that type of thing. So that's a very, very definitive, can't argue with that kind of measurement. But but obviously when you're getting on stage, you're not holding up your, your scan and saying, look, but, but but my body my body fat's only that high. They're looking at your body. They're looking at your cuts, your definition, how it's proportioned over your body and, and that's the true judge. Like that, you, that is the ultimate and true judge. And that's the only real point in time that it matters. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so thank you very much. No problem. Hope people got something out of that. Words of wisdom. If you like what you've heard, leave us a review and recognize that these bodybuilding tips from International Protein are free. So show your support by becoming a loyal International Protein customer, the best supplements money can buy. So jump online, hunt down our product and hit that buy now button. 